Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Democracy-ish. I'm Torre. And I'm Danielle Moody. And, you know, we all have a list of people who, if we saw them in a bar fight, fighting off against six or ten people, that we would still jump in because that is one of my people and I don't care. I'm riding with you. Well, Joy Reid is one of those people for me. And, you know, I don't even need it to be Joy Reid to jump into this fight, but... Joy Reid is one of those people. So if you come for Joy Reid, then I am coming for you. Um, besides the fact that the health minister of Trinidad and Tobago today, as we come in the air, <laughs> said that there is nobody in Trinidad and Tobago who has complained of swollen testicles after getting the vaccine. That case does not exist. On top of the fact that both Dr. Fauci and Dr. Sanjay Gupta and other doctors have said there is no way that that, the vaccine, would lead to swollen testicles. So Nicki Minaj's tweet that went out to 22 million people that her cousins, friends, what was it, brothers, sisters? I don't know, sisters, cousin, like, who the fuck knows? Was not getting the vaccine because somebody else had gotten it and gotten swollen testicles and now their wedding is off and none of the women in this story, just the women, none of the women in the story said, um, sounds like you got an STD because you cheated. That's what it sounds oh, like. shit. You know, Toure, I hadn't even thought about that. Maybe that's Nikki, why the wedding was called off. Nicki hmm. Minaj either lied to her 22 million followers spreading the COVID disinformation that we are getting from the anti-vaxxers and the vaccine hesitant, or she was foolishly duped into believing a ridiculous and now we know impossible story that did not happen. Um, But instead of backing up and saying, hey, I'm going to do some actual research, not the quote-unquote research that the vaccine-hesitant and anti-vaxxers claim to do, but actual research and figure out what's going on. No, instead of that, she went on the attack, attacking Joy Reid, who actually lovingly and respectfully and with a smile 
checked her like, come on, sister, do better. Because when someone like Nicki Minaj is spreading COVID vaccine disinformation to 22 million people, a lot of them young and black and thus vulnerable, that sends the message that you are right to not want to take the thing. And you know what? The folks who are like pointing to this other tweet where Nikki says, I will take the vaccine later. So she's conceding that she hasn't taken it yet. And if you haven't taken it by now, you aren't taking it for a reason. You are making a choice to not be vaccinated this late in the game. It's not like, well, I've been busy and there's nowhere around here to go and I've been working. No, everybody has had a chance and has decided I don't want it. That she's she's making some some vague promise that maybe probably she'll get it later. That's not enough. You are, she decided attention whore that she is to skip the Met Gala because she didn't want to get vaccinated. She's made a choice and she's signaling to others. It's okay to not make a choice. And here's a story as to why. And when Joy Reid comes for her, she's got all kinds of names, Uncle Tamina, nothing could be further from the truth that Joy Reid as some sort of female Uncle Tom. She want to bring up things that she said 10 years ago. Nicki Minaj is dead wrong. She lied. It's inappropriate. It's unacceptable. In a community where a lot of us are vaccine hesitant or anti-vax, based on uh, some historical racism, some myths, some lies, some desire to not trust the government, which I understand, but not in this situation, y'all. We got to get out of this. We are dying at a higher rate uh, from this than other groups. And people like Nicki Minaj spreading disinformation is not helping. You know, I'll say a couple of things. One, you know, I watched Joy Reid and I watched her appeal to uh, to Nicki Minaj because it wasn't, she did not come for her. She did not, you know, here I have all of these receipts. Here I have, you know, an opportunity to what, pump up my own name on the coattails of yours. That's not what that was. What it was, was recognizing that, look, here's the thing. The fact that the health minister of Trinidad and Tobago had to make a statement about the things that she said because of how it was pulling his country into the mix and being like, so no, you are not going to make it seem like we don't know what we're doing. Like we're not getting people vaccinated. Like we're not spreading the right information because that's how she set the, that's how she set up the Island. Right. So that was number one. But number two, it's the fact that, you know, what pisses me off about these people is the fact that they have millions of fucking people following you. Right. And like they have millions and I, and I get it. You're not a doctor. You're not a, lawyer you're not a politician but at some point in time when you have that kind of platform you have a responsibility to tell the fucking truth and the fact is is that she could have stopped at her first tweet where she said you know what the Met Gallers are crying this I'm not going because I'm not vaccinated yet and I don't want to get vaccinated for this thing full stop period and folks would have been like okay well unfortunate That's for you whack, to miss out on the $35,000 event, but like, you know, whatever. But the, the fact is, is that, you know, when these people now, and I'm, and I'm grouping her with all of these people, the Buster Rhymes is that wanted to come out yep. and like have her back the ice cubes that want to come out and, and say hot shit. I'm like, you know, here's the thing, folks, 
like doing your own research, like being a Googler is 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 not a quick. It's not a, it's not the same as the research and analysis that the CDC, the WHO, and doctors and nurses and health practitioners who have gone to school for numbers of years in order to do this work have done. For you to do a couple of Google searches and watch a few segments of cable news does not qualify you to offer up any kind of opinion. But then for Nikki, I mean, I, like the tweet itself just looked fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Like my sister's cousins, boyfriends, friends, uncles, dogs, you know, Walker. Neighbor. Uh, had swollen testicles. And you're like, wait, what? Follow the bouncing ball because this doesn't make any fucking sense. And so, like, in general, I just, I have such deep problem because, you know, before, I remember saying to you, Torre, like, you know, don't come for black people because we have a history of being abused by the health industrial complex. We have a history of abuse by this country. So I understand why people are hesitant. And then you said, and I always remember because it was the truth, when we were talking about Tuskegee, when we were talking about the experiments that were done on black bodies, we are talking about medication being withheld, right? right? We are talking about things being denied to us for our care and our betterment. This is not what that is. And then to have the audacity to say, well, oh, this worked too quickly for you. We are a microwavable society. You only want shit done quick. Right. Like this is not a slow food society like you want things coming fast. And again, we have such a disconnect with science that we don't realize that research has been do is being happening for decades. Right. In India, in the event that something like this is happening, because they know that things like this are coming down the road. That's why these people are in these fucking jobs. I understand the black desire to believe in what we are referring to as conspiracy theories. We feel disconnected from power. We feel disconnected from uh, systems and institutions that control things. We have been lied to in the past by these institutions and systems. We have been abused and oppressed by them. You know, when you think about something like COINTELPRO, or the way that mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, that, that mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan brought crack into the country to help the Iran-Contras. Those ideas at one point sounded like crazy, crazy. conspiracy theories and turned it, ended up being 100% correct, right? There have been things that have happened to us that sounded crazy that were 100% real. So the general notion that you can use a conspiracy theory or what we today consider a conspiracy theory, to understand the world. I understand that from people who feel completely disconnected from power and the systems that run power. That is not what's going on here today, people. I promise you that if there is some cabal that is, dis- that is trying to manipulate black people, they are not saying, let's make a vaccine that has some bullshit in it and give it to <laughs> black people. They are saying, let's convince black people to not take it. How can we make them not want to take it? That is what's going on. And the Nicki Minaj's, the Busta Rhymes's, um, the others, Pete Rock, I see you. Teddy Riley, you're up there too. Maceo De La Soul, you're there too. They are perpetuating the notion that we are right to be hesitant, to be uh, anti-vax, when Tucker Carlson 
let and me Candace come on. Owens come on. think that come you're to your right. Defense? When they think you're right, when they come to your defense, you need to look at the mirror and say, wait a minute, is this really the side of this argument that I want to be on? No, I don't think so. And the fact is, you know, is Nicki Minaj and all of the people that you named, right? I wish that they would say this. Look, it is okay for you to be skeptical of the healthcare system, which is why we all need to ask questions, which is why we all need to make sure that the people that are caring for us are caring for us with the utmost, like, attention and uh, attention to detail and focus on our bodies and ourselves. Ask questions. Don't just sit in the doctor's office and just allow for them to do X, Y, and Z or not, right? When Serena Williams, and we've talked about this on Democracy-ish before, when Serena Williams was having her baby, right? And she is advocating for herself in the hospital. I don't feel well. I have a history of blood clots, right? And they are not paying attention to her. And she is a multi-million dollar fucking tennis star that they are ignoring because they see a black woman, right? And a major and so, athlete who is deeply in touch with her body. With her body, with her body. And so when she is saying, you know what? This I am bringing attention to this issue, not because I'm saying don't go to the hospital to give birth, but I'm saying you advocate for yourself and you bring in somebody that if, in fact, you were to fall, you know, into a coma, like would have happened to her if she had not gotten the medication that she needed, that there is somebody that is there. That's when you say, you know what, bring back up to the hospital, bring back up to these places and come with your set of facts. But don't listen to this hot shit from these people that want to go on a Google search and tell you like, oh, don't take a vaccine because of swollen testicles? Bitch, what? You sound dumb. You You sound stupid. You know, one thing I'm seeing is that folks who don't want to take the vaccine, they are causing problems for the rest of us. I've seen all these stories today about unvaccinated folks clogging up hospitals. So Vaccinated folks with lesser injuries, lesser ailments, lesser problems, who normally should be able to get into that hospital, get into the ER, and get taken care of, are having, say, their appendix, uh, their appendix explode because they have to wait 12 hours in the ER because the beds are filled with. So your unvaccinatedness is ruining society in many not we haven't talked about the economic impact of a large portion of the society refusing to get vaccinated but the anti-vaxxers and the vaccine hesitant seem to not want to make any sacrifice they don't want to say okay i'm not going to get vaccinated and thus i'm going to stay in the house and stay away from people From the New Yorker staff writer Vincent Cunningham, a keenly observed novel of a young black man searching for his place in the world amidst a moment of historic change. Great Expectations is about David's 18 months working for the senator's presidential campaign. Along the way, David meets a myriad of people who raise a set of questions. Questions of history, art, race, religion, and fatherhood that forced David to look at his own life anew and come to terms with his identity as a young black man and father in America. Inspired by the author's experiences working on Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, Cunningham uses a political campaign as his narrative backbone. 
Great Expectations will be one of the talked about novels of the year, Colin McCann. Great Expectations is available wherever books are sold. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. show is part of the pro-democracy podcast coalition the midterms are coming and it's more important than ever that we protect and fix our elections we all know that our government is broken politicians spend more time working for themselves their big donors and their political party instead of for us we as americans have had enough of the corruption partisan bickering and gridlock look i get that all the nonsense makes you want to tune out but i'm here to tell you there's reason for hope our political system is broken now but we can fix it that's why we've partnered with Represent Us, a nonpartisan grassroots organization that has helped notch more than 160 victories to improve our elections and give power back to the voters where it belongs. Right now until November, there are many, many ways you can get involved. Represent Us is working in cities and states to pass good government policies like ranked choice voting. And they're also recruiting folks to help staff the polls. Let's protect our elections now and for generations to come. Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more. That's represent.us slash pod. People who are not vaccinated are also not willing to make sacrifices and say, I won't go out. I won't go. I won't leave the house. I won't go to large events. They want to have to eat their cake and have it too. I want to not take the vaccine and also go out and be around everybody. And you're seeing places like New York City and certain jobs and certain institutions say you must take the vaccine in order to work here or New York City in order to go anywhere. Now, I went to a restaurant earlier today that I in New York City that I had never been to before and nobody asked to see my Excelsior pass or anything. Nobody asked me to prove that I was vaccinated. Um, so, you know, we're asking restaurants to self-police, but it is not in their interest to turn away customers. But here we are. But the thing is that we have given the anti-vax and vaccine-hesitant folks a lot of information. We've given them mm-hmm. a lot of time. They are still not getting off their chair. They're still not doing the right thing. And it is time to move further and further toward compelling them to do it. And I don't mean forcing them to get the vaccine directly because that seems wrong to a lot of them and that will scare a lot of them. But if we say things like the airline companies, must require a vaccine to get on a plane. And so private business is saying, if you want to fly, if you want to use our service, you want to fly, you have to get vaccinated. That will move a lot of people. And I know there's a lot of people who, who don't really fly or fly like once, once a year, but there's a lot of people who would be like, damn, you got me now. I say- 
you know, they just put up, I guess it was what? The Raiders were playing. And the Las have, Vegas Raiders. Right. The Las Vegas Raiders, because, I, you know, sports. But the Las, Ra- uh, Las Vegas Raiders were playing. And they decided that if you were not vaccinated, that you could not enter the arena. But what did they do? They also set up vaccinations, right? So you could get the shot on the spot and walk into the arena right after. They vaccinated, according to MSNBC where I saw this, they vaccinated like close to 300 people that day. 300 people, people who hadn't had the shot before, clearly were, were not interested in getting it, but wanted to go to this game. And so they're like, okay, hit me up. Beautiful. Like that, I mean, so- we're saying, some folks are saying to people, either get vaccinated or get tested daily. Now, you know, it's I don't know uncom- about you, but I it's I don't want that shit up my nose every single day. Every single day, it's uncomfortable. It's it's uncomfortable. It's obnoxious. It, you know, we have to start asking the 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 hesitant and the anti-vaxxers to pay a slightly higher price because they are not coming along, and it is damaging to our healthcare system and to our economy. Do you know what's funny? When you just said that, where they were saying to people that if you're not going to get vaccinated, then you have to get tested daily. You know, I want to apply the same Republican logic that they did on abortion before the Texas uh, abortion ban took place, which is forcing women to get vaginal ultrasounds that have nothing to that you don't need. That was medically unnecessary. But it was a way that if a woman was going in to ask for an abortion in a place like Arkansas, in a place like Tennessee, then you are being forced to get a vaginal ultrasound for no medical reason whatsoever, but as punishment. And so I'm saying, you know what? You want to do that to women, right? Who are seeking an abortion, whose abortion will not harm anyone else. Then I'm like, yeah, make it fucking uncomfortable for people who refuse to get unvaccinated that you can no longer participate in the activities, in the day-to-day things that you want to do. And frankly, if I were grocery store chains, which many of them have still in place mask mandates, I'm like, you're not coming into the King Cullen, the stop and shop, the this place and the that place, because now we have guards at our entrance and our things that are saying, if you're, we will do Peapod, we're happy to drop your shit off, but you ain't coming in here. Right? So I'm yeah, giving yeah. you an alternative, but I want to make sure that my essential workers who make minimum wage are not going to die because you want to come and breathe on them at the checkout I, line. You know, private business is being asked to self-police and it is not necessarily in their interest at this point to police as hard as possible a friend of mine uh just just got positive for covid he's vaxxed but he he just turned by just uh two days ago he told me i'm positive um he flew into america on a flight uh from europe where he said a lot of people were not wearing masks and the flight attendants were not policing it and you know they give you all these scare messages that you have to wear your mask through the airport and on the flight but if the flight attendants choose not to police their customers and tell them keep your mask on you know then what can you do if the restaurant doesn't police you and say i want to see what can you do and it's not necessarily in you know i see some people i saw I saw a really beautiful video of an Alaskan elected official who had refused to wear her mask and she was trying to fly back to Alaska. And 
She made a big stink, and Alaska Airlines said, well, you can't fly here, and you can't fly with us anymore. And do you know how many airlines that are that fly? Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. To Alaska? <laughs> Two. It's like Frontier I, and Alaska. See, and Alaska. Well, the story I read said it was one, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be a problem because the train from America to Alaska take a long-ass time. Uh, you know, look, we have to make it harder because we have given these people a lot of time. We've given them a lot of information. Yep. I see a lot of people asking really stupid questions and asking them in a way as if these questions are unanswerable. I mean, like, we don't know what's in the vaccine. Did you? You don't know what's in a chicken. You don't know what's in a chicken nugget. You don't know what's in fucking Fanta. You don't know what's in the blunt that you're smoking. So don't talk to me about you don't know what's in the vaccine. But but you could Google. It's Googleable. If you really want the information, you could Google. You could speak to medical professionals. You can find out these answers. But just sort of posing these questions and going like, nobody knows the answer. Like, no, that is not true. Right now. In Washington, D.C., volunteers are planting 650,000 white flags to symbolize the 650,000 Americans that we have lost since the beginning of the pandemic. Do you know what they're not planting flags for? The people that have died because they took the vaccine, because that number has been none. Or not anything, not anything significant. But we know for a fact that 650,000 people who didn't get vaccinated have died. I mean, look, millions of people have taken the vaccine. Any situation where millions of people do X, some of them will die. The vaccine is not killing them. They True. may have taken it and died, but there is not a causal relationship between those two things, except in an infinitely small number of cases. This is this is far, the vaccine is so much safer than COVID. And people are acting like it's just the flu. And specifically for black people, we are undersubscribed to the vaccine. We are oversubscribed to getting COVID for social reasons, as we've been through on this show. And to have the celebrities from our community talking about, talking about, uh, to have the celebrities from our community 
talking about this in this way, to have the celebrities from our community talking about this in this way and giving people the freedom to not take the vaccine is immoral. You know, it is. And I want to go back to something that you said before, because I actually have an anecdote from this week in my own family. You were talking about the fact that hospitals, right, are at their limit. We're talking about places like Texas and Tennessee uh, and Alaska that have no ICU beds, right, or are on the brink of not having any. My mother, who last year, as everybody knows who listens to Woke AF, had a brain tumor, right? Thank God it was benign, and we were able to get her in and out of the hospital. Well, this week, she was having some dizzy spells, right? And at any other time, we would have said, hey, go home, you know, just relax, stay hydrated, eat something. But because of now her history of having had brain surgery, my dad takes her to the hospital. Well, guess what? Guess where my mother was treated? She was treated in the lobby where there were people lined up with IV drips in the hospital because there was no fucking room in the emergency room. There was no room in the ICU. So they are literally putting IVs in people, taking them back and forth into testing, and now they are operationalizing what was once the hospital lobby as an extension of the emergency room because there isn't enough fucking room. So my mother, who should have in any other pre-COVID times, gone in, had a few tests, and been sent home a few hours later, wasn't released until the following day because of the shortage of staff, the over-representation of COVID patients, and the lack of beds. Quick question. Um, two questions. How is she doing now? My mom is fine. Everything is, everything is great. So that's one. What's the other question? Does she listen to Democracy-ish? You know, Torre, she can't stand you. I'm <laughs> ah, just kidding. That is my not whole true. family listens to Democracy-ish. <laughs> my sister gives me notes every week. Um, but like the fact is, is that we hear these stories, and I'm just saying that's a that's a page from my that's a page from this week in my life where right. I'm like, oh my God, well, what would have happened to my mother if it was something significant? Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, lady, sorry, because you don't need to be intubated and put on a ventilator. You can sit in the lobby. How many people are being left in the lobby or being left in hallways? Right. That are going to that are going to pass away, not because they have covid, but because their basic right needs something that is small is not being tended to in enough time. Speaking about basic, I want to go back to Nikki for a second. Mm. Because part of what she alleged about Joy was that Joy was a pawn for white men to attack her. As if it was like, let's use this black woman on behalf of powerful white men to drag me down. I know for a fact that nobody over Joy Reid's head called her and said, yeah, go get Nikki. This was something that she personally, as a fan of Nikki, said, oh, no, y'all, we have to do something on this because this is important. This is happening right now. And this is somebody who people in my world, in my circle, care about and I personally care about. Um, and the notion that Joy is some puppet for the, 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 the powerful white men above her is uh, obnoxious and, and an attempt to undercut her. Um, and... 
you know, it's it, if the things that Joy has said and done on her show as a crusader for black people and for mm-hmm. issues that matter to us and our community mm-hmm. is unrivaled and unquestioned. And to try to think that you could undercut her integrity by just throwing out some words when you have actually done literally nothing to help black people. Like, I mean, it's it's so it's so fucking laughable. It's so laughable to me that you have a Nicki Minaj who is sitting around and having the audacity to call Joy Reid somebody's Uncle Tom or whatever it was, the female version of that name that she decided to give, and then do that, right, when, in fact, Nicki Minaj is being touted as, like, the poster child on the right right now. Who the fuck is the puppet? If Tucker Carlson is putting your face up and saying, Nicki Minaj is our girl now, maybe she'll sing at the RNC, like, you ain't doing the right shit, right? And also, like... You know, we had major elections while Nicki Minaj was popular. Did she endorse anybody? Did she use her 22 million barbs to advance our democracy in any way? She did not. She did nothing. And so I, I, it pisses me off. Look, and I, and I don't say that entertainers should do anything other than entertain. But when you have that many people following you and you know that your tweets are going to go viral right, because of virtue of how many millions of people follow you, all we're asking for is to have some thoughtfulness, right? And if you don't know, then don't fucking tweet. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to spread crazy, untrue, bullshit, disinforming stories. And it's interesting how the right, especially the Tuckers and the Candaces, love to say, shut up and dribble, shut up and rap, shut up and dance, until we agree with your bullshit position. And then it's, look at what she said, look at what he said. We fully support her position now. How many of, how many... Up until now, how many of the right-wing conservatives uh, talk show hosts have died of COVID? Five. It's a lot. It's so a so lot. far, so I far, like I've seen it, it. May be it may be more. I know the latest was the 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 pastor out of Denver uh, who just died. Right. I feel like I and talked about three his, today. I mean, and like Torrey, that is insane. Like. Their own voices are dying, Wouldn't and they that still won't. They still the position that people who are publicly anti-vax and anti-mask are dying of COVID. Wouldn't that prove? And not just one, not two. It's been many. Wouldn't that say your position is bullshit? Run from this position. Do the opposite of what these people who are telling you—they're dying. Wouldn't you say we should do the opposite? No. Do you know what they're doing? They're calling in death threats to the hospitals where these people now go in after the fact, once they've contracted COVID and now want to listen to medical professions and now want medical help. And now their followers are calling in with death threats saying that they killed, they murdered so-and-so person. That's how how far we have fucking gone. How much damage have these people done in terms of how many listeners are there who took who their died? information yeah. yes who died or got very sick who you know because they took their information from these lunatic right-wing radio hosts who are telling them don't take the vaccine don't don't wear the mask 
uh, you know, this is tyranny, all the bullshit, and listen to that and live their life by that. And then either got sick or died. How, I mean, I don't even know what number that is. And like the, these people's lives damaged or ruined by these, you know, it's one thing when they're talking about like abstract ideas, but here they're talking about your health and the health of your neighbors. And people are dying because of what Fox and the right wing bubble is telling them. You know, all I have to say is, you know, the fact that we have one saving grace is that one of their crazies did not become governor, who we had done a show on last week. Larry Elder, who is an anti-vaxxer, anti-masker, who is Trump in blackface, who is just a despicable human being, didn't didn't win. Didn't win the recall. Didn't come close because of his stances. So what do we know is that the, the right has tried to turn the pandemic into their political weapon, into their tool, right? And the people, at least in California right now, ain't buying what the fuck they're putting down. Well, more than California, I saw some political analysis today, and we'll see if this is accurate as time unfolds over the next two major elections, 2022 and 2024. But one of the lessons that some people are saying we should take from what happened in California is that uh, the, the vaccinated people of America generally hate the modern GOP and their approach to the pandemic and COVID. And really that redounds to vaccinated independence. And if this and and the right and the left, the Dems and the the Republicans have clearly staked out their positions on this side. And if 2022 and 2024 play out in a way that the vaccinated independents are going massively like two out of three or three out of four for the Dems, that will leave a massively blue map on this Mm -hmm. country and massively change the way things are for years to come. And at this point, I'm not sure how the right escapes the bullet that is coming for them because they have stuck their flag of Mm. anti-vax and anti-mask, anti-pro-COVID, so deep into the ground. Mm -hmm. How do you change course? I don't think that you do. There, There is no way. I mean... They have doubled down. They have tripled down on death, right? Like when you see that people are marching in front of hospitals, are protesting hospitals, but then that's that's the place that you're going to. I'm telling you, if I was an ambulance, if I'm these people and I'm rolling up to the hospital, I'm saying, please show me your vaccination card, right? If you do not have a vaccination card, we will see you later. I'll give you, we'll do a WebMD type of thing, right? Like, why don't I'll Google your symptoms, but you go back home and sit like that's what I want to see happen. They don't deserve the bed space. They don't deserve the care because they weren't listening to the doctors to begin with. So I don't know why you think that now when you are on your deathbed that they owe you something. They don't. You, you know, I'm now there. I get torn because I think you, we enter a slightly different realm. And I feel emotionally the folks who are like, if you want to refuse the vaccine, then you should just ride that out to the end. And if you get sick, stay home. Because that's the choice you made. 
the medical community is not supposed to be politicized. We are not, they are not supposed to make decisions based on your, so like, you know, if Hitler came in suffering from a bullet wound, they should not say, don't save him. He's a horrible, or don't save Bin Laden. He's a horrible person. Treat the body, save the body, and let the legal system deal with, okay, now we're going to put you in prison. We're going to put you to death, whatever. It is not for doctors to make political decisions saying you didn't want our vaccine before when you were healthy. So now we're not going to treat you. But this is the Th- that's position. That's a very dangerous position. This is the position that, Republicans have forced these doctors and nurses and health practitioners into. They that are is, having to make that they are having to make decisions right now, Torre, about who lives and who dies. They're having to make decisions about who is sick enough to be able to get the ICU bed or to get the emergency room bed and who is not and who is in the fucking lobby. They're already making these choices. And I'm saying that if you didn't want to take the science, take the medicine ahead of time, then the decision that you're forcing me to make, I don't want to have to make. Right, that so I'm going to tell. I'm going to send you home. That is not what the Hippocratic Oath is about. Hypocritical. Hi- That's the one the, that politicians do. No, no, the hippo. Well, yes, yeah, I know politicians, what it is. But for the Hippocratic Oath that guides doctors, that they all say in unison at their medical school graduation, is not about making those sort of decisions based on politics, based on agreeing or disagreeing with the, the, the morals or the life or the ideas of the body in front of them. They're supposed to, to do their best to save the body in front of them, to not make those sort of political decisions. Those are for other people to make. And I think we turn a corner into something much more dangerous when we say, you know, well, the doctors should turn them away. And I understand the, the issue you're bringing up in terms of the finite amount of space in a hospital and the finite amount of time and energy that a doctor has, that a nurse has. Um, but that's not, that's not their oath. That's not their philosophy. That's not their place. That's not their job to say, I'm not going to treat you because of a decision you made. They don't, when, when, a, when a fat person, when an overweight person comes in, with diabetes or heart disease or whatever, they don't say you shouldn't have eaten all that ice cream. We're not going to help you. Would. We're going to no, but they don't. They don't, and they shouldn't. They don't. I they shouldn't. get it, but I am not applying this to all things. I'm applying it to the fact that you have unvaxxed people clogging our healthcare system in a way that is putting other people's bodies at risk, and that should not be the case. We should not be doing a coin cost to see who's going to get care because we've stretched our medical system so much. I think that we need to stretch Nicki Minaj a little bit because she needs to do better. She does need to do better. And we're really embarrassed for you, Nikki. And your barbs, stop with the fucking unicorns on everybody's pages. Like, you think that the unicorn is a deterrent? It's a lovely, mythical animal. No one no one is going to deny the unicorn. Like A mythical animal like Nikki's cousin's friend. Testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Democracy-ish. I'm Torre. And I'm Danielle Moody. And we'll be back next week assuming we still have a country and a diaspora that is not (laughs) have fictional swollen testicles oh god do better people do fucking better